All right, one of the most often asked comments that we get is how do I value rookie picks against players in Dynasty? So today we're going to dive into that topic of how you should be valuing your rookie picks, if you should be selling them or if you should be moving off of them, and then what players maybe you should be targeting with some of these picks with our ADP data. But first, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We've got all kinds of Dynasty content coming out every single week. So if you like constant weekly Dynasty content to help you win your league, strategy, buy, sells, rookie information, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We'll get all of that to you. We're happy to have you. Make sure you like the video. Let's get into it. So, again, we get this question a lot, and and honestly, this is kind of a hard question to answer. So, I think I think what the best practice here is going to be is we're just going to kind of dive into how we view this and and how you know look at it from as non biased of a standpoint as we can in terms of let's look at the data, let's look at the market, let's like weigh all the factors, including the risk. And then let's make a good judgment of what the best thing to be doing with these rookie picks is moving forward and how you should be valuing them against players. So let's look at some ADP data. We're going to use our ADP tool a lot in this. Um, and I think this is really where it can be helpful to, to uh, identify which players you should be targeting with some of your picks. So looking at the 101, and the 101 is a little bit different this year, and we don't have to talk too, lot, uh, or too long about it right now. Because the 101 is Bijan. So it's almost where is Bijan going? You know, and and the picks always hold more value than the actual players themselves when you're drafting picks because you actually have the choice. So you the choice has some value in it as well, and that compounds to the player that you could potentially pick at the 101. This year it's fairly clear. The choice is probably going to be Bijan Robinson. Uh, there's a lot of hype about around Bijan, and I, I like Bijan Robinson. But tell me a little bit about the players going around Bijan real quick. Um, or let's just tell people who have the 101. What should you, what should they be doing with the 101? What players should they be targeting if they're going to move the 101, or should they be holding the 101, et cetera? So kind of get into that with our ADP data here. Yeah, so I think first thing you need to know about uh, draft picks that are going in startups in terms of ADP is that they can fool you because you're not selling or, or, or you're not investing in 24 picks or 25 picks in a startup draft that you're doing now, right? This is only including these immediate 23 rookie picks. And that means that those are going to be your most valuable rookie picks because they are coming. You, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be taking those players after the NFL draft in, in April, in May. And I, I think what you need to look at here is one, and we've already said this before, is that most of these rookie picks right now, especially in 23, are being drafted at their ceiling, especially the early ones. Um, and the players right now that are going, I mean, back-to-back -back, within a half point of ADP uh, with the 101 is going to be Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, CeeDee Lamb, and A.J. Brown. So we're talking two top 12 quarterbacks and two top five wide receivers all four of which are proven, all four of which have produced at a high level for multiple years. I guess, well, this was CeeDee Lamb's first year of producing at a high level, but, I mean, he is a proven dynasty asset put in one of the most ideal situations in the NFL. And uh, Kyler has only fallen this far because of uh, his torn ACL. I would have understood if he'd fallen a couple spots in ADP, but he's fallen um, more than a half round now. Uh, Dak Prescott is going where Dak Prescott always goes at the tail end of the first um, or start of the second. And then you have A.J. Brown, who's risen in ADP by uh, a round and a half here. But this this is where this is where 10 times out of 10, if I'm offered any of these guys straight up for the 101, I'm taking those proven guys. And we'll continue to preach this from here until the rookie draft 
until the start of the season is if you're getting these guys one for one for Bijan Robinson, best best chances like like the chances are you should you should be taking these guys. And, and so. the question could arise: Okay, why would you why would you want to take one of these guys over Bijan? Bijan's this elite prospect. He's he's graded out with Saquon and, yep. and CMC. He absolutely is. Listen, guys, if you're watching this video, odds are you are not an NFL scout, and if you are not. I mean, you don't really have any place to go lecturing people about how good a prospect is or how elite or how legendary, whether they check out in your model or or whatever you want to say. When it comes down to it, guys, we play fantasy. And so as much as I like learning about players and diving into their film and learning about their metrics and using data to analyze how good they could possibly be in the NFL, I'm not an NFL scout, neither are you. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Bijan is this legendary prospect that you should absolutely be holding at all costs and you should be trading away your quarterbacks to get him because he's that good and he's going to absolutely have an astounding NFL career. While that's all possible, you know, there is risk with the 101. There is risk with with drafting Bijan. There's always risk with drafting a player that's not yet in the NFL. And you may say, well, Bijan's as close to a sure thing as we've ever seen. Well, again, probably. I would maybe agree with that. But how would I know and how would you know? I mean, the draft hasn't even happened. The combine hasn't happened yet. So you can say that all you want, but the, there is risk. Something could happen. I mean, Bijan could come in and he could be disappointing. Has it happened before? Yes. Bijan could come in and he could be injured. Has it happened before? Yes. And look, you're not going to bet on an injury on somebody. So that's not really something that you should be you know, swaying your opinion on Bijan. But it's just to the point that you have to factor in that when you're, when you're drafting a player in startups that hasn't played an NFL snap, you have to factor in some risk. Yeah. You abs- you just do. There's also a risk yeah. that for some reason he doesn't get the draft capital. And look, I know I know it's likely. I get it. It still there's still risk. There's risk with every rookie pick. And if you're offered a CD Lamb, why would you not want CD Lamb over some something with risk? CD Lamb is a proven elite dynasty wide receiver. He is young. He's going to last a long time. He is tied to an elite quarterback. Why would you not take him? Why would you not take Dak Prescott? Why would you not take Kyler Murray? Why would you not take Deshaun Watson? Again, it, they're, because they are proven, the proven part is important. If you have the 101 and you can get a proven elite dynasty asset, if you can get Jonathan Taylor plus for the 101, if you because he is proven, but he's going behind the 101 in ADP, so you could technically, by market value standards, get on, more on top of JT. If you can get Tua plus, A.J. Brown, and more, Jalen Waddle plus, Brees Hall plus. Brees Hall looked great last year. You can. Brees like, Hall's less risky, although he is risky because of the injury. But he's less risky because you've seen him do it in the NFL. He looked good. And you can get these guys and more for the 101. The 101 is going for a hefty price right now. And I think, you know, if you have the 101, you should do, be doing one of two things. I, either A, you should be holding it and taking Bijan because, in my opinion, in our opinion, Bijan's a really, really elite prospect, and he is going to be a very good dynasty and fantasy player. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of want to elaborate here on these first-round picks um, in 23 versus 2024 because uh, there, we've had some people in the comments in our in our YouTube channel asking, you, you know, like, how should we be valuing, valuing these rookie picks against players because you always hear uh during the off season um after you know the 2023 rookie draft is going to be going on you're going to be talking about these elite players these elite quarterbacks these elite wide receivers etc all these all these high end producing uh assets in the NFL and we're going to say yeah they're worth multiple firsts they're worth you know probably two firsts maybe a second maybe maybe even three if you have you, you know if you're looking at um Justin Herbert or something like that but 
why is that the case then? And why why is it now that you can get some of these elite producing receivers and quarterbacks for a single first? It's because of the present value of those 23 ver- firsts versus the future value of a 24, or, or the present value of a 24 first. Yes, 23 first should right now be more valuable than 24 because time should should be a factor here, and it obviously is. And it is, yeah. 24 picks aren't coming until next but year. But if you're a rebuild, a two-year again, rebuild. If you're a rebuild, why are you investing in these 23 picks right now when you can get twice that value a year from now? Because you can get multiple 24 firsts for A.J. Brown easily. Yeah. Why would you why would you take a single 23 first right now for AJ Brown? You shouldn't because you're too excited about the class yeah, because it, you have it, somebody you think you yeah, know is and, good. And that's kind of our point. If you're rebuilding if if you're rebuilding right now, don't invest in these 23 picks because chances are that single pick that you just invested in now is not going to win you the league. Now, if you have 7, 5, 6, 7 23 first right now, chances are you were smart and you invested in those picks before they increase in value because you got them a year ago. Yep. Same. Which is what all of us did. Avery did, I did, Simon did uh, over a year ago. Do that with 2024. Yep. Because while it, it, it will look really good for you in terms of market value, when, when you plug in these 24 firsts next year and you're like, man, I got two 24 firsts for, for AJ Brown. Um, and you plug that in now, that's probably, I, I don't, I don't want to, make this up, but I, I will. It, that's probably a fair trade because of the market value of 24 first. If you go a year ahead or a year from now and you plug in two 2024 first for AJ Brown, that's going to be a market value landslide for the, for the pick side. Even if they're late. Because that's what happens with market value is the closer you get to the draft, the more you see these assets, these rookies that are coming into the NFL, the more valuable those picks become. And then your your net profit that you can get from those 24 picks, whether you actually use them for the rookies or you ship them off, will be greater than if you invest in them right before that draft comes. It's it's a, it's a big it's it sounds more complicated than it is. We're talking about present value versus future value, and you need to be aware of that when you're looking at investing into these rookie picks in dynasty. And look like. Again, and we, we talked about this a little bit in our Smart Dynasty Investing video. If you haven't watched that, go over and watch it because it, 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 it explains a lot of this. When you're buying a 23 first right now, you're you're buying it at its at its value peak. You don't buy the assets in Dynasty at their peak. That is that's bad investing. You don't buy a stock at its peak. Why would you you buy it at, at you know a low point before it goes up? Why would you do that with, with 23 first? When you can go get a 24 first, which is far from its peak, which is something you can invest in, it's going to increase Twofold, threefold, maybe. I mean, it's it, it's it's astounding. But if you're if you're wondering, should I be going and getting these twenty three first right now? No. And so I think you know another thing people ask a lot is is you know if I have six twenty three first, five twenty three first, what should I be doing with these? Well, again, the the players that can be picked in these drafts are very valuable. The C J Strouds, the Bryce Young, the way the quarterback market is, they can be very valuable if they get the draft capital. What we would do, and I think you would take this approach too, is wait till the draft, wait until the rookie draft, so after the NFL draft, sell maybe half of them because people are going to get antsy. Unless you can sell all of them and just get a completely stacked dynasty team and win the league. (laughs) But sell half of them and then take half the picks. 
or sell most of them and take one or two. But you should definitely not be picking like five or six or more of these rookies. Why? Because of the risk. Because they are no sure they are no sure thing. Because at that point, you are going to be lucky if if six out of ten of them hit, like really hit, like elite hit. And that's what you need. And you can trade these picks now for elite players, proven players, and you can completely eliminate the risk. You can see, and you know, look, if you're in the comments saying, yeah, I think it's smart to be trading my 23 first right now, we're not arguing with that at all. We actually agree with that. But, you know, I have, I, and I also don't blame people for wanting to hold these picks because they're valuable, and this is a good draft class. But again, it's about it's about looking at dynasty like a stock market, and you should. And if you're looking at what the 23 first stock is right now, it's time to get out, especially if you bought low, or you know, buy the player that you drafted the rookie pick. So it's interesting looking at our ADP tool here, and you know, going down. If you have, we'll just go through these specific picks real quick and talk about some trades you could get. The 102. If you can get Jonathan Taylor for the 102 or Jalen Waddle. They're all, they're all going, or Brees Hall even. I think I, I think you do it. I mean, and the 102 is going to be an elite quarterback. Um, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, Amara St. Brown, I would be looking for those guys plus to get the one or to sell the 102 because, you know, with the 102 and knowing that that could be, a, I mean, the 102 and the 103 to me are a little bit more valuable and even the 104 because I know that there's going to be a quarterback there and I'm fairly confident that I can just choose yeah. whichever one gets the highest draft capital. Mm-hmm. So, to me, there's, I mean, the, the 102 and 103, and the 103 going around Garrett Wilson, going around Kyle Pitts. Look, you're going to be looking to get those guys and more on top. You have to understand, and, and this is just part of strategy and dynasty. If you hold 23 firsts, if you hold these first-round rookie picks, you hold all the cards in, in negotiations. You are a leg up on the guy you are negotiating with because unless you're just trying to sell them to somebody, which I wouldn't recommend going out and just sending offers to try to sell them, let the offers come to you. Number one, you'll have the upper hand in negotiations right off the bat because they'll be the one approaching you about an asset. But, I mean, number two, again, you hold the cards because you have something they want. Hold your picks, wait till somebody gives you an offer, and then you need to look at you know our ADP. You need to look at what the market value for these things are and get more on top. Get a load back for these picks if you're going to trade them. Get a ton back. This is how this is one way you get it. And this is what you need to do with 24 first, too. If you're a two-year rebuild, buy 24 first now. And then get a ton more back than what you sold for the 24 first come a year from now. Yeah. I it's just I, I think you need to be like I think you need to be aware of that. You know, how do I value, you know, these these picks against players? And when you're looking at them in the ADP, I think it's safe to say that it's not always, you know going to be that Devonta Smith is worth exactly the 105. Like, I mean, Devonta Smith, you can make an argument, is worth more than that because he's a proven player, and and you know. Absolutely. And I don't think I, I don't think it's worth, you know, if you're, if you're selling a pick, get a haul. I think I think that is is what, and it's because again, it's because of proven assets, and it's because of market value, and it's because you have the upper hand in negotiations, so. Yeah, and if, if you're, uh, we've talked about the rebuild side of of this for for a while but what about what about contenders like how should contenders be sort of approaching this fluctuation in draft pick value if you were a contender you were in the playoffs and maybe you even won your league and you still have your 23 first like what should you be doing with that right now well what we would say is if you are going to pay firsts for another um high producing asset that is either solely a contending asset like an older wide receiver or an older running back um don't 
don't pay multiple firsts for one of those players if they aren't a year down the road. So you should be, if, if you're a contender and you have a 23 first and you're like, man, I want to run this back again and the return I can get for these 23 firsts, like I'm going to sell that now. That's great. Don't sell two of them because we've, we've had some of you guys, some of you uh, subscribers and followers here who have asked us questions like, Hey, I'm thinking about giving up like three firsts, um, a pretty solid running back or a wide receiver plus like a second for Patrick Mahomes, like in 23. And I'm like, you know what? If you sold, see what you can do with those three picks individually. individually. And and chances are the return that you can get for those is going to be greater than the single Patrick Mahomes, which I can't believe I'm saying that. Like, that sounds insane. But that's how insanely valued these 23 picks are right now. And and, and the best Don't, thing to do... The, the worst thing you can do right now as a contender is to package these first together unless they're a year down the road. And that's kind of my point. And that has to do with the future value of 24 first. And you know what a good strategy for contending teams is? Because if you got a contending team, odds are, and this could, I mean, if, if this isn't true, very good job and well done. But odds are you probably have a little bit of an older team if you're contending. So what, what can you use the 23 first for? Well, you know, I like using it for on my contending team, and this is something I've learned. Number one, in startup drafts, don't just ship your 24 first off right away. How about You need to wait to ship your, your next year's first off until you're in season, if you're going to trade them away. Then you can handpick somebody who is on a team that has ended up flopping, that ends up needs to go into rebuild, and they yes. need picks. You can pick somebody that you know is producing instead of betting on somebody now that you think will produce. Because I could go spend my 24 first on uh, example, Josh Jacobs. And I'm saying, okay, I'll give you my 24 first for Josh. Okay, come out of the startup draft, and I've made that trade, and I picked Josh Jacobs. I'm like, oh, man, my team is stacked. Look at it. Well, I mean, if Josh Jacobs, if something happens to him next year, then you're out your 24 first. If you would have waited until the season to sell your 24 first for another contending asset, you can pick the one that you want. You have more flexibility. But not only that, good contending teams probably don't need to sell their first in order to contend. So because of that, if you wait and hold your first, and if you're a contending team and you have your own 23 first right now, and even if you won the league, again, very well done. What you can do now is you can draft one of these young guys. You can continue to add youth to your contending team. You can use the earlier picks to draft younger studs that, that are proven. That And the nice thing about being at the end of the draft and the nice thing about late picks is you can get value that falls. There, will, I mean, that's you're relying less on your own instinct and more on just taking value, which is very nice. But if you're a contender... Take some of this youth and use it to supplement your dynasty team and make it a little bit younger. And then use your later picks to go and get some of these older running backs that are going to also supplement your team in a points standpoint. That way, every single year, you're using your pick, you're adding youth to your dynasty team, you're adding these cornerstone assets that could they could potentially be at the end of the first round, and then you're using your maybe second, but third and fourth round picks, and you're going and getting you know the James Connors, the Aaron Jones of the world, guys who could potentially produce next year, and that's little risk because, again, the more you get into the draft, the more risk those second and third round picks have. So, I mean, you can see that as a viable strategy for contending teams as well. Use the first round every year to add youth, and then use your later picks to either take more youth or go ship them off and get these, you know, really proven elite older running backs because somebody in the mid-third really believes in a guy that's fallen and he wants to trade you James Conner straight up for him. And you can get mad that we're talking about James Conner again, but <laughs> James Conner's a good value. I mean, in the tw past the 12th yeah. round, what risk is there to getting, I mean, a third, a third-round pick? You're not going to hit on third, most likely. And you can get, oh, well, one time in the third I drafted. Well, you got lucky. that You just did. You got lucky. So... Yeah, and I, I think to close this out here, I think one of the biggest things we're gonna we're gonna continue to preach to you here is do your homework when it comes to rookie 
um, analysis and rookie class analysis. I, I mean, this is look look further down the road than just a year. K- kind of be um, be attentive to the talent of different classes that are approaching. I mean, I'm talking about like uh, in 2021. That was the class with the five we thought elite quarterbacks, right? And I knew going into that draft that a lot of people were going to try to start gunning for 22 firsts. But I knew that 22 wasn't going to be that great, and I, I knew for sure that 2023 was going to be loaded. That was two years ago. I did my homework, I did a lot of research, and I looked into all of these players, and I knew that 23 was going to be loaded. And people thought I was hilarious for, instead of I think it's trading hilarious. away a pick... Instead of trading a player away for a 22 first that I asked for a 23 first and a second, they're like, yeah, I'll do that. And and, and I, I'm a contending team in that league now because of all the 23 firsts that I invested in and then shipped some of them off and got more contending assets. So just do do your homework there. Um, look, follow college. See when these players are draft eligible and see what you think about the class. Yeah. Read some articles. Uh, read or, or listen to some podcasts from experts, ex-general managers, ex-players. See what they have to say about these classes. And that will really bode well for you and your dynasty team. And if you're like, well, that sounds like a lot of work. Well, you're probably in the wrong place because we're junkies. And if you're here, you're probably a junkie too. So it's it's absolutely worth the work. So that's kind of, you know, again, not every single answer I don't think comes from what we said on how to value these rookie picks. And and if you really have trade questions, look, we take those questions on our locals community all the time. And there's four or five of us that will, you know, when we get a trade scenario that, that one of our listeners or one of our supporters will ask us, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it and we'll, we'll absolutely work to get the best answer for you. And that's the, one of the best things I like to do is, you know, if you have dynasty players you trust, run your trades by them. And people, people go crazy in our leagues because, you know, when they're trading with me, they're trading with Nathan and they're trading with Simon. But in reality, I mean, it's kept us all in check. And as a result, we have really good dynasty teams. Most of them are good. I have some bad ones. But as a result, we've done fairly well in dynasty because we keep each other accountable. And when you, you know, when you rely less on your own intuition and more on other smarter dynasty players to help you you know, evaluate your trades. That also helps too. So, so get on our locals community, you know, at dynastydomain.locals.com. You know, if you're a supporter there, we give you all kinds of exclusive access to, to trade offers, stuff like that. But that's, that's definitely a good way to make sure that you're not losing value on your rookie picks and, and to make sure that you're not making something, you know, making a move that could hurt your dynasty team long-term. So that kind of wraps it up today. I'm sure we'll get a lot of heat for this video, but make sure you comment what you think. Make sure you comment what you thought about what we said about rookie picks, how you're valuing rookie picks, some rookie pick trades you've made, et cetera. We'd love to hear all of that in the comment section. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. we got Dynasty content like this coming out every single week, and that is going to be huge in the offseason. This is the time. I mean, these are, these are the videos. These are the discussions you have to get your Dynasty team better and prepared for next season. The best way to do that is going to be subscribe. Make sure you like the video, especially if you've made it this far. As always, we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you later.